Good afternoon, listeners. This is Stacey Mallon with the story of We.me, and we are live for our last interview at the Pyra California HR Conference, and we're here with Pam. Pam is um, here with us this afternoon to talk about her impact and her story, and I'm going to let her tell us a little bit about um, who she is, what she does, and how she's having an impact. So, Pam, do you want to just give us a little brief intro about yourself? Sure. So, I've been... uh a resource to human resources and senior executives for 30 years. So I've seen a lot of different things. And uh, my company is Accountability Pays, one conversation and one metric at a time. I've added metric recently because I've noticed that it's really important that you track where you came from and where you get to, especially on the people's side. What I've been excited about at the Pyra conference is a lot of people in HR talking about measuring what matters. My theme is measure what matters and measure it so that it's actionable. And that's what I do is I bring assessments and and those opportunities to make a difference. Awesome. I We're really big on measurement. I agree that in order to demonstrate progress, to demonstrate impact, you have to measure. So I, I completely agree. Can you give us an example of a story where, you know, when we work with, whether we're working with clients that, that, and, and leaders um, or we're working with the human resources professionals inside of organizations, can you give us an example of something you just never expected to encounter inside the context of business, inside of the context of working with leadership teams? Give us an example of a story you have that just kind of feels like a little bit out of left field. So um, I, will, I will say something first about what I began to expect, which is that, that the CEO in an organization would be someone who was really prepared to be a CEO. And what continues to surprise me is how unprepared CEOs are for their unexpected. So I have had situation, I use an assessment tool called the Harrison Assessment Talent Solutions. And I'm getting data so that I start about a year ahead of anybody else when they start a relationship because I've got the whole map there. Of, of what someone is. And I can tell you that I, I worked with a CEO one time who was uh, brilliant at what he did, uh, but he did not realize that he was not seeing the things that he needed to see in order to make good decisions. It happens over and over and over again. Um, I, I, I have been known to actually say a fish rots from the head. Right. I mean, sorry, but that's sort of culture runs downhill like water runs downhill. Sure. Absolutely. So that's that's the thing that repeats. That is the surprise every time when I meet a, a CEO who is in a really big, important position, not performing to a standard that I hold for that position. Yeah, I, I do. I do feel like that's common. I think that many times founders are the expert at something, or CEOs are great salespeople or marketing experts, and they get placed in that position. I think that's incredibly common. Um, tell me a little bit about impact. And the reason we started this podcast is because 
In the human resources profession, we spend a lot of time talking to HR people about the impact they can have if they choose to sit in the seat of having impact, of measuring results. Can you think of an example of where you've seen what you do every day have a huge impact on the business and and what that impact was? So first of all, I'm a consultant, so I don't live inside of organizations right. other than my own. Sure. Um, and and what I find is that if people will be willing, and I mean HR people, will be willing to have the courage to have the conversations that need to be had, that's where I see the impact happen. When someone will actually say the hard things to somebody that they work with, uh, recently... I got a report from a CFO that I work with, whom I work with, who who said I finally got up the courage to tell the COO what that COO needed to hear, right? And I'm always a champion for that. So the impact can only happen when you, uh, what Susan Scott, the author of Fierce Conversations, yes. says, yes. screw your courage to the sticking point, right? That's, right, right? that's one of her terms, and I love that term. Over and over and over again, I say this is something, this is a fierce conversation being needed, right? So, uh, and that actually, it, it's the opposite of what people would think. It actually engenders trust, because if you know somebody will tell you the truth, then you can trust them to tell you the truth. And there's nothing better than that. It's their truth. It's not the truth. And it, it evokes a conversation that's much more deeper and more valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I think that vulnerability is something that we work with and we coach teams on all the time. I think it's easier said than done, not to be cliche. It's hard. Totally. Um, and I think HR people have been taught many times that they have to be a different person at work. Um, and maybe early experiences have taught them that as well. So I agree where we are right now is this place of really showing up in an authentic way and and um, and having, I, I read the book Radical Candor, very similar message. Yes, um, yeah, just it's good really too. people believing that you believe in them, yes. but being honest. It's right? good too. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last thing is just the quick fire, and that's the easiest part, which is just... Can I say yeah, one thing no, please do. Yeah. I just want to, I want to share the quote that Peter Drucker has, uh, or said many years ago, which is that the ability to make good decisions regarding people represents one of the last reliable sources of competitive advantage because so few organizations are very good at it. Yes. And I would say that especially from this conference, HR is finally going to have its day. And and I worry or I think about uh, what is going to take to upscale to the place where they can really step into a really huge opportunity. I, I agree. I think it's something that we work with customers and clients on all the time. Um, Jack Welch is actually involved with Execute to Win with our business. And I know he has very strong opinions on that as well, on everything on how to build leadership and culture. And I agree, there's there's a lot of opportunity, but there's a lot of, a lot of work to do. I can say that I work with GE Healthcare and he is missed. Yes. Yeah. He is, he is missed. He's a, he's a really, really amazing human being. 
So really quick, we just, one word, I'm going to give you one word and you can just give me your definition and answer. Super simple. I start with the easiest one. I think it's the easiest one. I think leadership is critical to, um, to really having a powerful business and getting results. But leadership is? Providing an example of integrity, leading with integrity, with love, and listening for people's greatness is true leadership. Awesome. Human resources is? The place where people should feel safe and the bridge between the, the, the needs and wants of the organization and the needs and wants of the employee. It's, it's a very careful walk. Yeah. My purpose is? To make sure that when I leave this planet, more leaders lead with integrity, with love, and listen for people's greatness than when I got here. I just lost my grandfather. You're giving me a moment. His his quote that was literally, he passed only a week ago, was, I inspire to, asp I aspire to inspire. That was his quote his whole life. Um, and you just reminded me of that. So what about, we know you're passionate about what you do. We know you're passionate about the work that you do. But outside of that, I'm passionate about? Oh, I, I, I'm I'm passionate about, um, well, people in general, spirituality, uh, growth and development. I'm, I'm a long-time participant in Landmark Education, and so I'm always growing and developing myself because I don't think you can stand for something and not do it for yourself, right? Be what you want. If, if you want to change the world, you be the change in the world that you want to see. Yes. Are you passionate about green? You I are. like green, but I, I like purple, and I like red. And I <laughs> <laughs> you cannot see Pam, but she is rocking green from the bag to the jet. I love it. The glasses, the whole thing. I love it. Um, finally, we talk about what's most important um, with customers. We get them very clear and focused on what is most important. And typically, starting with a what's most important number, a most important number. And we do that for the top of the organization, teams, down to individuals. But we've started to translate that into people's lives. So most important number for me could be five, which is the number of people in my family, or let me be real, I have five animals in my house. They're pretty stinking important to me too. What is your most important number? Um, gosh, well, I would say two is important because I'm married. And I would say that community is important to me so that a, a maximum that I, I like to do team building with is 12. Okay. Uh, 15 at a stretch. I did 25 once. That was a bad number. That was not a good one. <laughs> that was not a good one. That's too not many your people. most important number, 25. Not it. No. Not it. Not it. No. Uh, 12 is a great number. Um, six is a great number because that's the family I came from. Okay. Six. I love yeah. that. Well, Pam, thank you so much. This is a jam-packed conference, and I so appreciate you taking the time you did with us just to share your story. And Pam, how can people find you? Is that LinkedIn the best place to find you? And we'll, we'll obviously tag you in this episode, but what is the best place to find you? Yes, so on LinkedIn, you go to Pamela Stambaugh, S-T-A-M as in mother, B-A-U-G-H. And my company name is Accountability Pays. P-A-Y-S, and that, I think 
You'll find me You'll there. Find you Accountability pays.com is my website. Okay. Well, we make sure we tag you in all of, all of this for the episode. And I thank you again for joining us and have an amazing and productive rest of your day. Thank you. And thank you, you too, Stacy. Thank you. Thank you.